And underlying the various phases of reconstruction would be the principles which have brought a high measure of equality and public well-being to us here in the United States. Yes, I don't know. A large order, it seems to me. Mm, not too large, and there's so many who want to help. Are there so many? Why, of course, Dad. It's a chance for all these European Americans to bring America to their people in the old country. To tell them, to show them the opportunities and the security which are a part of democracy. Yes. Huh? You think the job is too big, can't be done? Yeah, there's always a way if there's the will to do it. I only say that more of us ought to know more about this plan. Well, read Atmick's book. The whole plan's there in great detail, waiting to be read in two-way passage. Uh, leave it here. It's on your desk in the library. I left it for you months ago. <laughs> I've been busy in the garden. Are you two still sitting at the table holding a powwow? Yeah. You want to shoo us out of here, Mom? Well, don't you think it's about time? Oh, yeah. Sit down again and dally with us a little. Huh? Come on, down with you. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> Was that your laundry man? Yes, and it looks like we're going to be doing our own laundry before long, Henry. Yeah. What's happened now? Well, laundry workers are going into defense plants. Driver says he can't get help. Yeah. If that's all that's required of us to win the war, wash our own clothes. And... Yes, what's been required of us up to now is little enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fanny, do you suppose there's another spoonful of that deep dish pie in the kitchen? What in the world, Henry? I've sat here so long, I'm hungry all over you. Well, here's a sliver I cut off my piece. I couldn't eat it all. Uh, cream for her, Dad? Certainly. Pie without cream is like a coat without buttons. <laughs> <laughs> say, what time is it? Yes. Uh, ten minutes of one. Oh. I was supposed to make a phone call twenty minutes ago. It's important. Oh, it's liable to be. Excuse me, huh? Of course. I'll be down again presently. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Fanny, if you have any choice of winter vegetables you want planted, speak up. I, I'm putting a few things in this week. You've decided then to use some of your flower Hi, beds for vegetables? Why, that's Clifford. Huh? In the breakfast room, Clifford. Uh, uh, come in, boy. Come in. There, there's a draft from that door out there. You betcha, dear. Hello, family. Hazel, you too. How nice. Hello, Laura. Hi, Dad. I trust we are not too late for lunch. Certainly not. Certainly not. See <laughs> We're finished, and we're just sitting here dawdling. You children haven't eaten? Oh, Mom, you're marvelous. You spotted our hungry expression. <laughs> That's why we're here. Took the bad influence on me. He suggested this. Well, I'm glad. Hazel, you tell Cook to fix you each a plate and then sit down with us. Well, I don't need a second invitation for that. Back in a minute, Clifford. Yeah, sit down, boy. Sit down. Yeah, you bet. We just had a scrappy lunch, but there's plenty left, I know. The remains don't look very scrappy, Mom. As you should know, what your mother calls a scrappy meal is the best kind of all. Made up of odds and ends from the meal before. We had hash today. Oh, boy, that's for me. Mm, you know how your father loved hash. Hash is a fine institution. If there's anything unsavory to my palate from the last meal, it's so disguised that I never recognize <laughs> it. And anything delectable is magnified a dozenfold by the addition of all those little odds and ends. Mm, Dad, on the subject of hash. Oh, Hazel, did you get everything? Cook didn't forget the vegetables. Well, I should say she didn't. Here you are, Cliff, Paul, too. Mm, I can hardly wait. Mm, will you cast your eyes on that plate? Boy, am I glad we just happened in at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> is that your mm. normal appetite or one you borrowed for the day? Mm, it's a regular one. I think Irene's cooking has developed this capacity for food. She works away like a little beaver planning her meal. Irene has a natural talent for cooking. Should see her study up on vitamins and calories and nutrition and all that stuff. 
she takes it big. Yeah, well, good for her. Well, I shall be in the garden instead of sitting here, so if you'll excuse me, Henry. Henry, is it that important? Yeah. You might sit and talk a little. Well, I have uh, work laid out in the garden. Oh, go along with you. Yes, well, I'll see you before you go, Clifford. Okay, Dad. Work in the garden. Is that all Dad ever thinks about? What does he do that takes so much time? Oh, just to look at the way his garden's kept should answer that. No weeds, not an uneven row of anything. Every flower and leaf almost hand-polished. Mm, hand-polished is right. Mom, uh, do you suppose there's any more of this lovely hash, this uh, caviar hash? I wouldn't be surprised. Here, give me your plate. Oh, no, Mother, you sit still. I'll get it. There'd be no profit in having you for a border, young man. <clears throat> I'm so glad you came in, Clifford. Are you and Irene keeping busy at the ranch? Mm, busy? You've heard about the one-armed paper hanger with the hives? Clifford, such a dog. That guy was on a vacation compared to me. And Irene? Busy as a bird dog. Oh, thanks, Hazel. You are a woman with a kind heart. (laughs) Mother, anyone who feeds the brutes appeals to them. I, um, I hope Paul might be home today. He is home. He went to his studio to do some telephoning right after lunch. Well, for Pete's sake, let's get the guy down here. Oh, he'll be down again as soon as he finishes. He won't be long. We tried to get Teddy to come back with us, but she said she was meeting friends for lunch. Yes, the three of them get together once a week. Sometimes at the tea room and sometimes in their home. Are they the three you had here for lunch last week? Yes. Well, Clifford, that certainly disappeared in a hurry. Are you ready for dessert? It's pie, I thought, in the kitchen. Pie. I never eat the stuff in less than ten-ton lots, and what is the delay rushing in? <laughs> what about you, Mother? Could you eat just a little more to keep us company? <laughs> no, thank you. Well, I'll just carry these dishes out then and be right back with great hunks of pie. Hmm. Uh, did Paul have anything in the way of news, Mom? No, nothing. No. Well, Fish is a talkative individual compared to Paul. I guess that's the best way in this man's war. Ah, Hazel, what a beautiful woman you are, especially with pie in your hands. How you do go on, (laughs) Food seems to make him a little giddy. Must be because I'm so healthy. Right after each meal, I start thinking about the next one. Oh, that's the hardest part of housekeeping for me, planning meals for my family. Although the children all have such good appetites, I never lack for a warm reception no matter what I cook. Mm, you get a break with the dishes anyway, Hazel. That always helps. Oh, yes, the boys are really very good helpers. They clear the table and they can do things nicely when they want to. <laughs> yes. Rebellion does sometimes interfere with junior dishwashing. You know, I think there must be a stock set of squabbles handed from generation to generation that children use over the dish pan. Every mother knows them by heart. Yeah, but it takes at least two kids to fight while they're doing the dishes. That's why I'm a firm believer in big families, so there can be more and better excitement in the kitchen. How about young J.D. down there all by himself? Well, he seems capable of amusing himself. If he had other children to play with, though, it'd be a better setup. I think so, too. Irene's swell about joining in his games, and he tags after Dan by the hour. And never was a finer place for a small boy than a dairy ranch. Oh, yes, Hank and Pinky miss the ranch very much. Maybe it's old-fashioned to feel that the country is the best place for children, but I do feel that way. Your father would say that anything which gets human beings closer to growing things is good. Well, speaking of growing things, if we're all through, why don't we have a look at father's efforts? Would you like to? Your father glows all over when anyone takes an interest in his garden. You have time, Anderson. Well, I did want to see Paul. Oh, he'll be down in a few minutes, I'm sure. Okay, then. If I'm at the machine shop and get the pump by 3 o'clock, I can make my bus nicely. (laughs) Well, come along with you. 
Mother, why not a little oil on this door hinge? Oh, I never noticed the squeak. Well, I never did either when I was living here, if it did squeak then. Probably it did, but you were as used to it then as I am now. Hey, there's Paul out there with Dad. Well, how in the world did he get out there? Hi, Paul. Hello there. He certainly looked in top form. Yes, isn't his uniform becoming? You really are proud of that uniform, aren't you, Mom? Why shouldn't I be? Oh, yeah, Hazel. Where'd you drop from, Cliff? Yeah, better ask yourself that question. You're the one that's always dropping from the skies. <laughs> well, it's good to see you, Paul. Yeah, this is a break I wasn't sure I could count on. I thought you might be flying from pillar to post or wherever you do fly. Well, not from pillar to post, exactly. But it's working out so I'll be able to get home once in a while, at least. Yes, we have so much to be thankful for. Yes. Makes Teddy pretty happy, too. Maybe we can keep her home also if she thinks that Paul will be here occasionally. Now, Henry, don't start worrying that bone again. Yes, you're in the army yet. Father, your chrysanthemums are simply beautiful this year. I really envy you. Well, they're quite a success, I'm pleased to say. Now, Mom, there's a real spice smell. If you could only work that into your cooking... It would be something, wouldn't it? Mm, chrysanthemums make me think of Thanksgiving and football games and brisk, cool fall afternoons with a harvest moon showing faintly in the five o'clock sky and, and a feeling it'll frost before morning. Well, yours, Hazel. That's a pretty good description of that. Oh, a doggone poet she is. Yeah, I'll get a bouquet for you. And you can have a little of that fall afternoon, harvest moon feeling in your own home. Oh, thank you, Father. Just a few, please. Yeah, uh, Paul, those shears, please. Yeah, yeah Dan. Clifford, that reminds me, I promised Irene a start of chives for an herb garden. Herb garden? That has a culinary sound. Well, this border all along here is all herbs. Hey, no kidding. Yeah? Your own project, Mom? Yes, I've only had a few weeks, but it's doing very well. well. I should say so. Oh, Father, that's enough. Well, I put them all. Young woman, I'm picking these flowers. This is my gesture. <laughs> well, a less extravagant gesture would be appreciated just as much. Oh, what all have you got out here anyway, Mom? Oh, here, I can read the tags. Chives, and rosemary, tarragon, marjoram, sweet basil, and, oh, here's thyme. Thyme? Time for what, may I ask? <laughs> time for Father to stop cutting chrysanthemums. <laughs> but this is not what I would call a real showy bouquet. Hey, what's this woolly stuff, Mom? Parsley, of course, please. Hmm. I know it when I see it resting on a turkey's chest. <laughs> this is sage, isn't it? like Dad is going to have a rival in the garden. Uh, well, herbs do well enough for their purpose, but I'd rather have something beautiful to look at myself. Well, I don't pretend to be in your father's class. I do enjoy this little plot, though. And you've done wonders with this family, a regular spice shop. You can get your bay leaves from the tree down in the corner by the seawall, Mom. Hey, what's there? Well, that's mint, Cliff. Mint, she says. It's good for lamb and Kentucky kernel. So. Uh, Clifford, hand me that little trowel. Oh, uh, this? Yes, thanks, Mom. Mom, quick. Come over here, quick. Here's Jack on the back porch over next door. What is it, Jack? It's Elizabeth Sharon Ann. Hurry. Hurry, she's bleeding. She's got a hemorrhage or something. Jack, what are you talking about? Where's Betty? Your mother, don't try to run. You'll hurt yourself. Yeah, let me help you. Oh, please, hurry. Careful of the steps, Mom. Careful, Mother. Jack, what did you say it was? She's bleeding. I left her in the basket in the kitchen a minute. When I came back, there was blood in her face, and she's lying so quiet. Oh, what in the world? You wait here a minute, Mom. Betty's upstairs asleep. I was afraid to call her. Oh, never mind that. Come on in. Oh, Paul. Paul, what is it? <laughs> ketchup. What? It's not blood. It's ketchup. Hey. Bottle on the drain board tipped over and ran into the crib. Oh, for goodness sake. Jack, Barbara, I could shake you. But, Mom, she's all right? She's sleeping like a kitten. She's a little high from ketchup, though, I must admit. Oh. <laughs> 
And now, ladies and gentlemen, Professor Jack Barber, standing before his audience in the living room, will lead the family in the evening's classwork. And now, students of the Domestic and Allied Arts class, will you respond in unison to the following questions? Quiet, yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, quiet, quiet, please. First question. What are three natural foods containing the entire B-complex vitamins that are so necessary in adequate quantities to good health and happy dispositions? One? Wheat germ. Two? Liver. Three? Yeast! That old student. <laughs> and which of these foods is the only one of its kind that contains added amounts of vitamins A and D? Fleischmann's fresh yeast. Amazing. Even Clifford knows the right answers this evening. I get a gold star, teacher? <laughs> well, maybe, if you know the answer to this one. What tastes good when stirred up in a glass of tomato juice? Salt and pepper. <laughs> Quest! Fleischmann's yeast is good in tomato juice. What is Fleischmann's yeast in tomato juice called? A vitamin cocktail. And why is the vitamin cocktail so worthy of high recommendation? Why, Jack, everybody knows the answer to that. It's because the vitamin cocktail, Fleischmann's fresh yeast in tomato juice, contains every vitamin known to be needed in human nutrition. And only two vitamin cocktails give you the entire daily minimum requirements of vitamins A, B1, C, and D, and a good supply of all the vitamins in the B-complex group. Now, folks, I'm going to ask a question. Do you know how to mix the vitamin cocktail so that it's smooth and delicious? Well, I'll tell you how. Just break up a cake of Fleischmann's yeast in a dry glass with a fork. Add just a little tomato juice and stir until smoothly blended. Fill the glass with tomato juice, give it another stir, and drink it, America, to your help. You have just heard Chapter 7, Book 44 of One Man's Family, written and produced by Carlton E. Morse for the makers of Fleischmann's Yeast. Chapter 8, entitled Thanksgiving at the Dairy Ranch, will come to you next week at this same hour. time treat tomorrow, serve your family royal butterscotch pudding. Be sure to get royal, because that's the kind most folks prefer. In a recent test we made, it was voted better in five important ways. And royal saves sugar, too. One Man's Family comes to you from California. This is the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs>